Get away from her, you bitch! members i'm kate and i'm ariana (laughs) and welcome back to the nightlight horror movie club where we talk about horror and scary movies but also true crime paranormal stuff um and all things that we consider spoopy and today is a very special day if you're my dad because i'm finally watching Aliens. Ooh, is this his favorite horror movie? One of his favorites? This is the one that we, I would say, we argue about the most. Oh, shoot. Yeah, because he loves this movie. And I'll be talking about the original Alien, thinking that that's Alien. And he has completely, like a lot of people, I think, just like threw the 1979 original Alien just like right in the mental garbage. Oh. And just replaced it with Aliens. I mean, that's fair. It's a very, very, very similar movie, but like better. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, okay. Well, you answered one of my questions because I have two really big questions for you. The first one is, is Aliens better than Alien? And you said yes. Yeah, I mean, they take it to a whole nother degree. They take every aspect of the original, but then they go like way over the top. They're very similar. Very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked Alien better. What? I liked the original Alien better. And so did Nick. You really didn't like it that much, I feel like. No, 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 no. I I think I've thought back on it and I like it more in, in retrospect. Okay. Okay. But I did really like this movie. I like this movie. Okay. So nobody come at me. I liked it. I'm glad I watched it. I need to know, once we go through it, play by play, I need to know why you like this less than the original. I mean, I have a really simple answer. <laughs> okay. Does it have to do with Sigourney Weaver having... No, I'm not going to guess. Never mind. Uh, uh, no, I went... what was that? What was your guess? <laughs> Never you have to mind. tell me. Never mind. No. Uh, well, my second question for you okay. is, would you consider Aliens a horror movie? See, that's so difficult. I think it's hard because I feel like science fiction can be its own genre of horror. Mm -hmm. Because if we're going to count things like creature features as horror movies, it shouldn't change just because something is an alien and we can't definitively prove that it's not, you know, real or whatever. So I feel like science fiction is its own genre of horror. So I feel like anything that's classified as science fiction can be classified as horror. So I think the answer is yes. That's an interesting mindset. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that that makes a lot of sense the way that you thought about that. I was trying to explain it a little bit differently in my head because to me, this movie was much less horror than the first one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Um, this felt more like an action thriller suspense. Yeah, yeah. No, and I the agree. other one was much more like dark, moody, horror But I was really thinking in my head, and I'm like, okay, I consider Jaws a horror movie. Yep. And I think that if Jaws is a horror movie, then this is a horror movie. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Just because it takes place in space and the creature is an alien, mm-hmm. that shouldn't really change the vibe. No. It was more like the guns kind of changed the vibe for me. A lot more guns. Yeah. A million guns. Um, But yeah, horror is subjective. But that was one thing that was running through my head as I was watching Aliens is I'm like, okay, is this horror? Because if this is horror, then I feel like Jurassic Park can be considered horror. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's hard. I mean, Jurassic Park scared me when I was little. I feel like it was a scary movie. 
So isn't that really how we define horror movies is something that's meant to scare you? Exactly. And horror is subjective. And I think that people um, listening right now, club members probably are on both sides of the fence for this one. But I think a poll would be really fun to do on Instagram Hmm. and see if this makes the cut for horror. For me, I don't know that it did. That's fair. That's fair. But I really enjoyed a lot of this movie. Yeah, I can definitely see it both ways. Like, especially this movie versus the original Alien. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think the original Alien was very dark and moody, had a lot more horror cinematic components than this movie did. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie was definitely more entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. More over the top and scarier at times. So, yeah, I think it I guess it depends on how you define horror, really. And it's it's everyone's personal preference. And before we get into Aliens, I just want to give like a quick snapshot of Alien, of the of the original. Okay. So Alien, because this this sequel is a really big undertaking. Because Alien, you know, it came Alien the original came out in 1979. It was Ridley Scott. Uh, this is not Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. Um, we'll get there. But yeah. So basically, when Alien came out in 79, it and we talked about this on our podcast, but on that episode, but. It had very mixed reviews. A lot of people really didn't like it, um, but it still managed to snag an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. And since then, people have kind of retrospectively looked at it again and kind of critically reassessed it. And they're like, oh, shit, no, this is actually really good. Mm -hmm. And now it's, as we've already said in our other podcast and the Alien episode, it's one of the um, few movies that are preserved by the Library of Congress in the National Film Registry for being, quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. That's nice. Nothing to sneer at. Yeah, Aliens isn't in there. Alien made it. Can you imagine if they had a sequel? If they put Aliens but not Alien in there? That's what I was worried about. Because my dad, again, has like, he's like, Alien? Sure, whatever. That one doesn't count. Throw that one in the mental garbage. Aliens is the one that he thinks about when you bring up this franchise. And I think it's like that for a lot of a people. A lot of people. Yeah. I could yeah. see why. I could see why. If there's nothing in the original that this movie didn't do and then do better, if that makes yeah. sense. I, I hear that. I, d- I definitely hear that. And even as I was watching it, I I think I'm still processing, to be honest. Yeah. Because Ariana, I took notes. It's I took a like lot. Yeah. A lot of notes. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot of feelings about a lot of things. But I want to talk about aliens. I want to talk about what makes this movie different than the original. What makes it in your in your perspective better than the original? But why did it take so damn long to get a sequel? I don't know why. Well, so this movie came out in 1986. So that's seven years after Alien. Yeah. Was it just like they couldn't organize themselves appropriately? It was it was Hollywood bullshit. They, yeah. Apparently there was like a bunch of lawsuits going on. About what? Over like the rights to Alien. Like 20th Century Fox oh. was having a bunch of management changes and yeah. and so they hired so the the new the person who wrote and directed Aliens the one we're talking about today that's James Cameron mm-hmm. who his name is synonymous to Titanic <laughs> for yeah. me yeah i hear James Cameron and i start hearing um that Celine Dion song <laughs> yeah. immediately but at this time he wasn't known for Titanic he was known more for like Terminator Terminator i was going to say this movie is very similar to Terminator very, Very similar. And I love Terminator. Yeah, yeah. And same. that's another one where I have an unpopular opinion. I like the first Terminator better than the second one. Oh, wow. Okay. You're such a friggin' hipster. <laughs> I don't mean to be. <laughs> I just like it better. I love it. It's because it's more deeply 80s is probably what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you and your friggin' 80s. <laughs> I can't, can't help it. Can't help it. Um, but yeah, also, James Cameron also directed... 
uh, one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. The Thing. The Thing, yeah. <laughs> the Thing. Um, so I guess James Cameron, he had just come off hot off of the first Terminator. People were like, I like the cut of your jib. And he was like really into special effects. Like he's very, very experienced in special effects and directs a lot of the special effects. And I'll talk. Trust me. We're going to talk about the practical effects in this movie. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you have to bring that to the table because I want to know. Absolutely. Because they, like you've said, they did things that they did in the original movie, but they did them much bigger. Mm -hmm. And they had a different budget than the original. Um, But I don't know. I'm still trying to decide how I feel about it. It missed the mark for you for a reason. I need to know Mm -hmm. what that reason is. It's too action-y for you? I think it's too action-y. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. But you like Terminator, so I don't really understand... I guess it's like, don't define yourself as one thing and then do something else. It's like, just define yourself that way to begin with. What do you mean? I don't know. I guess it just felt like more horror-y, horror-y. The original Alien just felt more dark and sinister. And this one was just like a completely different vibe, I think. Yeah. I I think that it just like, I wasn't prepared for it, I think is what it is. Yeah. Because I'm looking back and I, and I'm thinking about some of the things that this movie did and I'm very thoroughly impressed. Yeah. I'm very impressed with this movie. It's hard to put yourself in a position where these things that you've seen in all these other movies growing up all came from this movie. Like, yes, exactly. There are so many like alien trope spaceship tropes from modern day movies that you have to be like, wow, like this movie created all of those. Like that's how I feel about The Exorcist because I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, I love demon movies and like all these tropes about what demons are and, you know, possession and all of that, that all came from the exorcist. And it's hard to put yourself in a position where none of that existed and this is all new. And then you can really understand what these movies did for the genre. Exactly. Bingo. That's it. So I think I need time. I think I need time. No, that's fair. Also, this was a long movie. Yeah, it was. It's like over two two hours, right? Yeah. So if you're not really into action, yeah, like me... Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That is a lot. That being said, I feel like they could have cut like probably a half an hour of the beginning out. It was really slow at the beginning. I felt the same way about Alien, the first Alien um, as well, where I was like, God, is this fucking movie going to be this slow the whole time? I may be looking back with rose colored glasses a little bit. Yeah, because I remember being bored (laughs) watching the first half. No, yeah, me too. What, during my notes, I definitely, for Alien and for this movie, I'm pretty sure I put, damn, this is slow as fuck. Like, yeah, literally I wrote slow and then I put, I'm sorry, slow. the first hour is so slow. <laughs> the first hour was really slow. Yeah, they definitely could have cut out a good 30 minutes and I would have not missed it at I think, all. I think you're right. Maybe you're going to change my mind. You might change my mind about this. I might like this more than Alien at the end. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, no, but it definitely was a very long movie. But I don't think they should have cut anything out from the end. I liked the end. (gasps) No, that's the best part. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that was great. But the beginning, like we didn't need that much suspense and lead up, in my opinion. For for this one, you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I feel like it was trying to help people who hadn't seen the first one because it had been so long. And also back then they didn't have access. They weren't like renting movies. That wasn't like a thing that people did. Okay. Okay. So like if you hadn't seen it in theaters, it's like, well, now we have to. You missed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense. And I was trying to think, I was thinking about that as I was watching it. Cause I'm like, oh, I already fucking know all this stuff. Cause to me, it's like, who doesn't know who Ripley is? Yeah. Like, who doesn't know how, like 
what a xenomorph is. But like walking into a theater in 1986, I bet most people didn't. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think a lot of the beginning did go into character development for Ripley, which was important to the people that had seen the first movie. Um, But I feel like for this movie, it was almost like, you know, it was just like, can we just move on? (laughs) This is not why we're here. Can we move on? (laughs) No, Ripley is having some like true PTSD. I know, (laughs) I know. In this movie. Yeah. I wrote down, I had a little note. I was like, "Mm, only hot girls have PTSD. I love Ripley in this movie. I'm like, yes, let's talk about Ripley's PTSD and how she's a bad bitch. And y'all all should listen to her. For real. She is a total Listen bad to bitch. Ripley. I I like this movie because I feel like it did continue the idea that like Ripley was could have been a male character and it would have been exactly the same character. Like I felt like yeah, we talked yeah. about that in Alien episode. And like it was originally written for like there was no gender defined to the character. Mm-hmm. And I definitely saw that continue into the second one. I feel like they were very true to her character at a baseline. Um, I don't feel like there was anything out of character from her in this movie. No, I agree. I think Ripley is what makes this movie for me. Yeah, I agree completely. Because they like really, she's like a feminist queen. (laughs) She really is. Yeah. And she never has a line where I'm like, "Eh, like, maybe let's not. And that's very different from you know the rest of the 80s and 70s movies i feel like it was very gender stereotypical but this movie was definitely not like that oh the women aren't wearing makeup which i fucking love i know why would you be wearing makeup in space that's stupid yeah you're in the marine corps in space literally (laughs) but i do have i have three things that i did love about this movie that have nothing to do with the plot okay okay that have nothing to do with anything <laughs> okay can't wait what's up but maybe i'll save those for oh we're I'll gonna save, save them okay great cool love that <laughs> she's like shut up and also the special effects i'll talk about them i guess kind of like as they come up Ooh, but I'm so i will excited. just say we need to give some credit where credit is due to the brilliant stan winston he was an absolutely genius special effects creator who led his own company um, and he worked a lot with James Cameron. He worked a lot with Steven Spielberg and with our bae, Tim Burton. Ooh, all right. A lot. Um, so he is, he was the creator for the Jurassic Park special effects, including their gigantic T-Rex animatronic. Wow. Yeah. So he was he's like the vision behind it. And he has his like lead developers and production people who are with him and his, his production team who have since made their own production team called Legacy, which is in memory of him. Oh, that's nice. Fucking cute. But yeah, he did Jurassic Park. He did Terminator, um, Predator, uh, The Thing. Nice. Hello. And one of Ariana's favorite movies that's not a horror movie, mm. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Aw. It's because he's Tim Burton's bae. Because <laughs> he's Tim Burton's bae. And yeah. he's earned four Academy Awards for his work. Four. Wow. Um, including one for Aliens, for visual effects and that's not the only academy award that this uh movie got oh my god yes did sigourney get one you bet your ass she got one <laughs> we're on a first name well, she got uh, she got nominated she got nominated okay I lied, okay. I lied. okay that's still a very big that's deal because yeah. like n- e- even today like nobody acknowledges sci-fi as like mm-hmm. an actual 
genre for some reason. Like yeah. if, if someone's not like gay and dying, like the Oscars are like not going to pay attention. <laughs> so her getting a nom in like 1986 was a big deal. Yeah. Love that for her. Love that for her. But y'all are going to have to wait to find out what my three favorite little things are. And you're going to have to wait to find out all of my special effects knowledge that is stuffed in my brain. Ooh, yeah. Well, tell me who um, who recommended this episode because you just texted me and I had to put it on the poll. So... Oh, yeah. So this this was on the poll. Um, this was on our Patreon poll and it tied with Mars, Mars attacks, attacks, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't got Ariana and I didn't get a chance to vote yet. So we actually both cast our vote. We both cast it for aliens. And so that's how aliens won. But yeah, I didn't recommend aliens. I actually did vote, Kate. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> then I guess I broke the tie then. Okay. Because oh. I am a... You are a Patreon. I'm a patron. Yes, I'm a patron been a patron since multiple years ago before Kate let me be a host. so cute. Oh my God. (laughs) And so I did not vote for this one. Wait, did I vote? No, I didn't vote for this one. I think I voted for Prey and (gasps) um, Under the Skin, obviously, 824. Here I am for you. (laughs) One of the four people that voted for Under the Skin. Um, I voted for Prey and I voted for Event Horizon because that one looked pretty fucking cool too. Oh, yeah. I did not vote for aliens. (laughs) I voted for aliens for my dad and for one other club member who has been recommending it for a while. And I was like, it's time. I I need to do this for you. So Jessica E from Tennessee. She's she's my VP, Jessica E from Tennessee. This one's for you. Yeah, girl. This one's for you, girl. We finally (laughs) did it. (laughs) We did it. We finally did it for you. And I and she made it. She had said something where she was basically like, you guys need to watch Aliens. This is like the badass feminist Ripley that you guys were craving in Alien. Uh, and absolutely right. You're yep, absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. Right on the money with that certifiable one. badass. Uh-huh. For real. I also have a note about this movie because there's a lot of female power, which we'll get to. But I have a note that I put in my little box here and it says, ladies, are you not sure if you're gay? <laughs> Go watch Aliens and tell me how gay you feel. <laughs> I will say, I will say, what was her name? Vasquez or something? Vasquez, I was like, You're Jesus my Christ. fucking dream girl. Oh yeah. my God, Vasquez, who is like leading the charge. Oh my God, holding yeah, like every a time. flamethrower slash grenade launcher. Literally hauling these fucking guns that are as big as she is. Not a bra in She sight. wakes up from hypersleep. Goes immediately and starts doing pull-ups. I'm like, all right. I love her. I know. Oh, I was like, okay, Vasquez. Yeah. Stop that. (laughs) Vasquez, my husband is watching this with me. Don't do (laughs) that. I was like, I love this bitch. I'm going to be so sad when she dies. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. I felt the same. Uh, Speaking of dying, spoiler (laughs) warning. Yeah. We're going to spoil the movie. There's Uh, xenomorphs. People are going to get xenomorphed. It's just how this rolls. uh, Just how it goes. Most people will die. (laughs) That's how it is. Most people are going to die. Yeah. Well, like, what is this even movie about? If you had to say, you know, grab someone off the street, you know, you know how we do. We shake people. We tell them. I wrote I wrote a teaser for you. It's very complicated. So stay with me. I'm with you. Ellen Ripley saves more people from more aliens. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the only difference between this movie and Alien is that there's more people that she's saving and there are more aliens, more aliens. that she's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. I have a teaser as well. It says, Ellen Ripley, no one is listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Welcome back to No One's Listening to Ripley. Ooh, we're 57 years in the future, but it's still misogynist. It's still I'm so misog- sorry. <laughs> That's so true. No like, one's listening to you. Oh God. That was that was a good that was one thing I liked. It almost felt like a comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. When all of a sudden she's like, what did I fucking tell you? Yep. Oh, now you want to listen to me? <laughs> yep. yep. Like, that's right. Y'all didn't listen to Mama Ripley. The same shit happened in the first one, though, too. Like, that's the I thing. Know. It's, it's just it's a shot for it's shot like, of the original, to be fair. Just no so one's going to believe you better. Yep. No one's listening to you. And you're going to have to wear underwear and hypersleep for some reason. For some reason, it's the tidy whites. She's the that? only one that wears tidy whities. The other women are wearing boxers. Did you notice? That? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think she just has a preference for tidy whities. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and all the men are like wearing like, why can't they just wear pajamas when they go to I know, right? Why do you have to wear underwear? Just yeah, so- I need my socks on. <laughs> I need my face space. mask. Oh, wait, you have a face mask, yeah. too. <laughs> put my little eye mask on. Put my eye cream. My With retinol. Eye cream. <laughs> yeah. Y'all not have a sleep routine just because you're in space, you oh, heathens? Man. Jesus. Yeah, the hypersleep is hilarious. It's just cool because it's like, was this the first movie to do hypersleep? Like, there's so many questions that I have where I'm like, is this the first movie to do this? Is this the first movie to do that? And it's mm. just like, imagine being in a world where you'd never seen any of this. And you're like, wow, this is just so cool that they thought of all these you're things. Right. Do you think it's the first movie to do hypersleep? I feel like I don't know. It's definitely not the first story to do something like that. Cause like yeah. Ray Bradbury was like cranking out sci-fi. Before yeah. We'll have we to, we'll have to figure it out, but very cool. Very yeah. Cool. I, I really do want to figure that out. I'm writing that down actually. Yeah. Who invented hypersleep? I looked up who invented bras today. <laughs> who invented bras? Yeah. Was it a man? It was a woman. (gasps) One of our own. One of our own. How could you? That was one thing I will say before we head in. That is actually number three on my list of things that I love, but have nothing to do with anything. Number three is no bras. And that is not for a gross reason. (laughs) That is not for a gross reason. It is because I hate bras. Kate really does hate bras. I hate them so much. I <laughs> refuse to wear them. They're terrible and I don't get them. And watching these women storming in to like a xenomorph den, titties a swanging. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's let's like go. the feminist icing on the feminist cake. <laughs> I know. I was like, yes. I, I just wanted them all to have like armpit hair. Like I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. At the same time, if I was a Marine going into that situation. You need to protect your titties. Oh, we got to strap those puppies down. Lots of padding. Oh yeah. You're gonna get elbowed. So I was so worried when Kate came to Philly. I was like, you can't be walking around without a fucking bra on. Well, someone's gonna elbow your tit. Like- I still don't get that. Protect like, your boobs. This is Philly. It's like, it's, are they going to do it on purpose? <laughs> Elbow me in Probably. the boob? Probably. Oh, my God. I'm living my soft, sheltered life here in the South where we don't elbow each other's Too boobs. Too vulnerable. Yeah. You have to. Too vulnerable. Multiple bras. <laughs> multiple. Absolutely. Yeah. We're taking it back to like 2006 where you'd have to stack your bras on top your of each other. bra needs a bra. That's how dangerous. Your bra needs a bra. <laughs> But I, d- I did love the unrealistic 
titties a swinging. It made me so happy. I know, I know. I guess that was a thing, right? In the 70s, people really didn't want to wear bras. Not that this was the second one wasn't made in the 70s, but wasn't that like a trend? Yeah, I think in the 80s, everyone had those like business lady power cone bras, oh, right? yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I imagine. Yeah, same. Everyone was in 80s shoulder pads and <laughs> sturdy brassieres. If our 80s horror movie slashers have taught us anything, everyone had the cone bras. Everyone had the cone bras, yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of like the aesthetic of like the 50s, like, uh. the, like 50s cone bra. Like just like the aesthetic of it. I'm like that's pretty. Keep it away from me. <laughs> I'm not going to wear it, but I appreciate it. I'm not going to wear it. it, but I like alien pointy boobies. They're cool. <laughs> and I and I like that. But that was number three. But you'll have to wait to hear about number two and number one. No bras. Great. <laughs> no bras. Love it. I have a genre for you. Is it things busting out of chess horror? That's a good one. No. Yeah. Um, mm. No, I have. Egg um, horror. <laughs> Would you say egg horror? Yeah. Ooh, like in uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, egg horror. Exactly. I was thinking the same Ooh, thing. Ooh, and also Pearl. There's an egg moment in Pearl, too. Yes. All right. Yes, all right. there is. I like, I like egg horror. Also mama drama because of the end. Mama drama for show. <laughs> we have a mama battle. Mama battle. And then battle of the queens. Wait for it. What am I going to say, Kate? <laughs> there is not corn in this movie. There is not fucking corn in it's this movie. Corn horror. No, there's not. There is cornbread in this movie. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. They're in space. Where are they going to get corn? No, literally, they, they mentioned they cornbread, and I immediately wrote down corn horror. I I really got to sharpen my, like, corn <laughs> skills over here. I am... Corn is, sensing skills. Thrice. Thrice you have bested me in corn. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. It's in every horror movie. Even the ones that are in space. <laughs> Even the ones that I thought I was safe there. No, corn, <laughs> grains. Uh, good stuff. Has this podcast completely like changed how you think about corn? <laughs> no, I've always loved corn. I've always looked for, I've always looked for <laughs> corn in movies. <laughs> this isn't new for me. <laughs> She's like, no, I fucking love this corn. Is, I love corn. No, I literally have a stuffed animal of an ear of corn. No, you don't. I shit you not. Yeah, Will got it for me. Remember that time you sent me that photo of you like in a pile of dried corn? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Will just thought it was so funny that like I had never done like a corn maze before because he's from like buttfuck Minnesota and I'm from South Florida and we don't fucking grow corn there. And Mm -hmm. so in the fall, he like made me do corn mazes. And then we went to like this. (laughs) He made me do corn. We did all the corn activities in fucking fall last year, and I literally swam in a barrel of corn as part of my initiation into corn culture. (laughs) Oh, my God. I had no idea. Well, that explains it. You know, you never explained it to me. You just sent me a photo of you, like, waist deep (laughs) in dried corn. That's my favorite thing to do to you, Kate, is just send you pictures and not explain them. stresses me out like what is the story here and she's always grinning in them I'm like what are you doing ignores me sends an unrelated gif calls it a day I'm like all right love you too bitch my gifts are always random aren't they I love your I love your gifts though (laughs) but I love even more your eye for corn and thank you you're welcome that's what I'm here for that's why you're here that's why I'm here it's way better than what sci-fi horror but 
cornbread horror. Oh, speaking of high sci-fi horror, I, whenever I looked up, um, I was looking up the Wikipedia articles for Alien versus Aliens. Uh-huh. And Alien is listed as a, hold on, I want to get it exactly right. Alien is a science fiction horror film. Oh, shoot. Aliens is listed as a... Sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. Really? A science fiction action film. Yep. I believe it. So, I like, I feel a little validated when I read that. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit, like, I really, like, this feels like an action movie and not as much as a horror movie. But then you're telling me, you're reminding me about all these, like, really cool things that this movie did. I'm like, oh, but... I know, but... The thing it counts, is, is, though, to me. It sort of counts. Like, it's all adjacent. It's like whatever you define your shit as. Like, whatever. It's in that, like, fuzzy gray area yeah. on the side. Yeah, for sure. Okay. No, I mean, it's regardless of whether or not it's a horror movie. It's definitely sci-fi. And I will always call sci-fi horror if it's a scary movie. Like, if it's meant okay. to scare you, then I think I think it's, this is meant to scare us. Yeah, no, I agree. There's multiple monsters that they're fighting, so... I don't know. I feel like it counts as horror and it counts as sci-fi. I want to ask my dad if it scared him. Should I do that now? <laughs> Should you call him up? <laughs> Should I call my dad and ask if he got scared? He would never admit to it. Oh, dad. No. Oh, dad. I'll ask him and he'll be happy to tell me all about aliens. He was proud that I was watching it. He's very proud. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Amazing. That's nice. Amazing. Okay. Anyway. What's going on? Alien. The recap is there are aliens and there's no alien. <laughs> there's just one. Hence the name. Hence the title change. There's just one alien. Yep. They, Ripley shoots it out the airlock. Yep. The cat lives. That's the end. Which is basically the same as this ending. It's the exact same fucking it's movie, the exact but I don't same care. fucking movie, literally. <laughs> well, the, this movie starts it, like right after the end of Alien. That's how it. It's like exactly chronological to Alien. Except for 57 years later, but yes. Except for that. <laughs> 57 years Scoot later. Scoot forward in time a little bit. Yeah. Wait, I want you to tell me about the cast. <laughs> I can tell you about baby Bill Paxton. Okay, okay. It was weird seeing a baby Bill Paxton in this movie. I know. I was like, where have I seen this guy before? And then Twister. I... Twister. Yep. I was like, Twister and Titanic. Titanic, yeah. Yeah. I recognize him mostly from Titanic. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I. Whenever I think of him, I definitely think of Twister because I watched that way too young as a child. Oh, yeah. I did, too. I, I watched it so young that I honestly don't even remember any of the actors or actresses. Oh, wait. No, except for the blonde lady. What's her name? Helen Hunt, right? Helen Hunt, yes. Did you know he died recently? Yeah, I looked it up, but I was really sad. I know. He was only 62. He was really young. Did you see what happened? He had a stroke, right? Kind of. So Bill Paxton... Um, who is a very, very famous actor. If you guys haven't heard of him, if you look him up, you'll know his face. He had rheumatic fever as a child and it damaged his aortic valve in his heart. Um, And so he had a kind of funky valve. And whenever he got older, it started to cause, he started to have um, clots and they did a, they did a surgery to repair his valve and he started decompensating after it. And then they realized that he had damage to his coronary artery from the repair to his valve. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so they had to bring him back to surgery for a second surgery. And then they brought him back out and he just declined over 10 days and then died. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, it's just like unfair. It's like life is just unfair like that sometimes. That's and I hate so that. so scary. Yeah. Because he's a really charming actor, even in this very annoying role. Oh, my God. So annoying. though. <laughs> 
He's so annoying. <laughs> but the lines are great. Like the lines to like shut him down are great. Like they're literally just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And then they move on. Yeah, they do. Basically, he's just like a whiny baby the whole time. <laughs> the whole time he's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. guy, man. Actual. Oh, what are we going to do, man? Actual lines. Yeah. That's actually what I he sounded says. just like him exactly. just then. And that was annoying that to was you? Well, when's the last quote. time you saw aliens? <laughs> yeah. Direct quote. <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck shut up. up. And that's what all the characters say. I know. They're all like, shut up and get over it. Like I wrote down a couple of their shut lines because it was so funny. But um, so <laughs> Corporal Hicks, do you know who that is? Michael Bean? Am I saying that right? Not a clue. Okay. He's the he's the guy. He's one of the guys at the end. Um, he's like the guy in charge. Does he remind you of anyone? <laughs> I'm trying to look up who this person is. Okay, I'm an idiot. I keep trying to look up aliens so I can see the cast list. And I'm just Google imaging aliens. <laughs> You're like, none of these look familiar. <laughs> All these little green men. It's literally little green men. E.T. is here. <laughs> I'm like, no, I got to be more specific, I guess. Who decided that aliens look like that is my question. I don't know. Am I Shyamalan, I guess? Someone decided that. Aliens. Yeah. Okay, I got the cast in front of me. Hicks. No, I don't know who that is. No, but doesn't he look like someone? Who does he look like to you? <laughs> Once uh, I say it, you won't be able to unsee it. <laughs> who does he look like? <laughs> he reminds me of Trey from Broad City. <laughs> Stop it. That's so mean. <laughs> Why? Oh, wait, Trey. I was thinking of someone else. Which one's Trey? <laughs> he's, the, he's the guy who is like the the trainer that she ends up getting with at the end of the series who what you know what i'm talking about and he does like masturbation videos oh oh my god <laughs> yeah i forgot his name was trey oh no he doesn't <laughs> no he doesn't he look looks like just him like look at his eyes he looks just like him i see it i can't unsee oh, it now. okay so i had to go back it's because whenever you look up this guy you have to go back to when he's young looking yeah I'm going back and they are twins. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> he was in Terminator? Was he? Did he have a big role? Oh my God. He was like Sean Connor's dad or John Connor's dad. Hold on. Look up this dude. Sean Connor. <laughs> Sean Connery's father. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Kyle Reed. Yeah, he's the main guy from Terminator. The main guy? Yeah, the one who comes and is like, are you looking for Sarah Connor and like looking through the phone book and like, where's, where, no, wait, that's, that's Terminator. He's like, where's Sarah Connor? And then Terminator's like, where's Sarah Connor? And there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then there's this guy. Apparently he's also in Star Wars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, he's from Alabama. <gasps> oh my God. We're learning so much about this guy. But anyway, he looks like Trey from Broad City. If you guys know what I'm talking he does. about. He does. Yeah. So like once you see that, you like can't unsee it. And certified cutie it makes the entire movie going experience so much bizarre better. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't recognize anyone but sigourney weaver and baby bill yeah yeah i recognized um yep bill paxton and sigourney weaver and that's mm -hmm. it but when i was looking up the rest of this i was like damn who's that Do guy I know you from yeah. somewhere <laughs> looks this like a cute uh, boy Trey. oh mm -hmm. i like that james cameron like kept him from terminator i think that's very cute yeah, it's nice when, like, you know, our directors bring over people from similar movies, and it's nice. Yeah, and he also brought in Stan Winston, who did all the special effects, and what a goof that would have been to not do that, so. Yeah, yeah. This movie definitely needed 
more special effects than even Alien 1. Well, Alien was like, what, some rubber tubing and milk? <laughs> milk. Wait, I need There's still milk in I this one. I'm so excited to learn everything that they use for everything. Although, there's a part at the end that I'm going to guess, and we're going to talk about it. <gasps> I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm ready. Let's walk through this movie. Okay, okay. All right. So we're going to start from the beginning. The year is the future. <laughs> 1999. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Immediately gives you what you need, which is more Jonesy. Because that was the only the thing I could think of. I was like, show me Jonesy. They're in hypersleep. That's the first thing. First note of They're mine. They're cuddling. They're so cute. He is fully cuddled up onto her. And we have Ellen Ripley and Jonesy being rescued from her escape shuttle by her employers. And this is 50 years after her going into hypersleep. So we're 50, 57 years later. Um, mm -hmm. And we're in the future, but don't worry, we're still using the same giant computers. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looks the same as it did it 57 looks years exactly ago. exactly the same. But All the computers... everyone you know is dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my God. They tried so hard, though, to make the technology seem futuristic. Like they had these little cards that you would like... I love the cards. Put in a computer and it would like allow you to like FaceTime with someone. And it was just so cute that they tried. It but... was cute. Yeah, it's so hard for these movies to like be like futuristic and predict what things are going to be like because they basically have to like be inventors. I'm so glad that you brought that up actually because there was a futuristic thing that I noticed that was my favorite. What? And that's number two and my things that I love that have absolutely nothing to do with anything. <laughs> uh, the Wingdings keyboard. The what? One of the, there's an Android at one point that is typing furiously on a keyboard and it's clearly a regular keyboard that they took out half of the keys. Like the Z is in the same spot. Like the, some of the letters are where they're supposed to go. But then there's like, here's a treble clef. Here's a compass. Here's a dollar sign. Uh. It's nonsense wingdings. And he's typing furiously. You know, we have dollar signs on our current keyboard, right? <laughs> Shift four. I'm going to literally smack you. <laughs> You're like dollar signs. It's chaos. It's chaos. <laughs> it's utter chaos. I hate you. <laughs> Does yours have a compass key? <laughs> a music note? Unfortunately, no. It doesn't. No. No. But that's like our, our emojis, right? I guess it's an emoji yeah, keyboard. Yeah, where's my smiley face key? It's taking me forever to right click and then put an emoji. Ugh, oh, my God. Let's get with it, guys. Give me a, give me a keyboard that's just emoticons. I feel like they should add like a new line of keys that are just like the 10 most commonly used emojis. Eggplant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the important ones. <laughs> The dead. Anyway, continue. The skull and bones. The skull and bones for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's our invention. Um, don't steal it from us. Yeah, Although I will don't say steal that. when you type like a, a semicolon and like a sad face or a happy face, your computer will now put in the emoji that you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Is that not new? Am I just discovering that? I think you might just be discovering this. It's I'm been doing that for a while. I'm late. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. She's like, my computer has emotions. <laughs> it's becoming self-aware. <laughs> um, Ripley tells them that she destroyed her ship after an alien creature slaughtered the rest of her crew. 
and they're mm-hmm. skeptical about her claim of alien eggs on the exomoon LV-426 since they inform her. They're treating her like shit. Oh, yeah. That's how they treat women in the future. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. I, oh, you're so right. <laughs> Ladies, it's only downhill from here. <laughs> Don't worry. It gets worse. It's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> or it'll stay the same. I did like that she was like in a boardroom and like everybody, all the women, there are women at this boardroom and they have big old shoulder pads and everybody is smoking. Smoking. Yes. I wrote in that down at the end. In space. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about how the main Marine guy, when he wakes up from hypersleep, before he even sits up, he throws a cigar in his mouth. Cigar. <laughs> Immediate. He had I was it ready. Dying. I was like, oh my God. Also, Sigourney Weaver is fully smoking a cigarette in like her 10 by 10 cabin with no windows on a spaceship. I'm like, I'm sure your room smells great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that cat mm-hmm. has asthma. Yeah, that cat absolutely has asthma. She's like hot boxing this poor For cat. Real. And I'm like, oh my God. I know. Stop it. The 80s. What are you going to do? Yeah. Probably thought eight, cigarettes were like good for your bones or something back then. <laughs> they probably saw on TikTok that cigarettes are good you for your You need bones. it. You need a little bit to, to be healthy. <laughs> something your body needs anyway. It's, yeah. It's going to get it from other places anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they inform her that the planet that she was on is now actually the site of a human colony. And the colony consists of 60 to 70 families that are in charge of this station that's being used to transform the atmosphere on that planet into one that is more suitable for human life. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was cool too. I was like, oh damn, I didn't even think that you could uh, create something like that, but I guess that's the- Change the atmosphere. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're just gonna Hope change the atmosphere. there's not other living things there. <laughs> yeah, right? Hope this doesn't backfire on you. No biodiversity. Yeah, no. They're like, that's ours now. <laughs> yes. Um, so after a few weeks of Ripley decompressing from her experience, waking up in a sweat and screaming in the middle of the night, you know, the normal stuff, Mm -hmm. um, she is told that the contact with the human colony on this planet was lost. So a company representative named Burke and then a Marine named Lieutenant Gorman, go talk to Ripley and ask her to accompany them to the planet to investigate the loss of contact. So Ripley agrees, but with the understanding that the ultimate goal should be to exterminate these aliens. Um, Mm -hmm. So aboard the new spaceship, she's introduced to many Marines, as well as the android named Bishop, who she's super racist to. Yeah, she immediately mistrusts him because the android aboard her old spaceship betrayed its crew. And we have flashbacks to Alien 1. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flashbacks to Bilbo's decapitated milk head. (laughs) Bilbo! On a table. Uh, Oh my God, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, we have like a microchip now that uh, keeps us from disobeying human orders or something like that. Like not good enough. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, okay, you have all this technology and yet you still have milk for blood? All right. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. You sure about that? Also, I don't know, like I I would need more if my my entire crew was murdered in front of me and it was the fault of the purposeful intent of an android on board. I would need more than, oh, we upgraded the system. We're good now. Yeah, yeah. And she finds it out on the ship. The android didn't make the decision to screw over over all those people. Like he 
was programmed to do that. So it wasn't really the Android's fault. It was this person, whoever told them That's to do it. That's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So she's just racist. She's yeah. just racist. And of course they make the Android have an evil voice and have an evil face. So you're like, this guy's either really bad or really good. He's got classic <laughs> bad guy face. He does. Yeah. And classic bad guy voice for sure. He does. But he can do that cool thing with the knife in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you uh, trust him so much more. Yeah. I love this guy. He's got <laughs> immediate trust. Terribly good accuracy with the knife. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we learned that. Yeah. Good. Great. Um, so Ripley and the rest of the expedition are delivered to the surface of the planet LV-426, where they find a ravaged colony and two live baby alien face huggers. You forgot to mention that they are dropped directly onto the planet. Yeah, yeah. They do. Uh, what's it called? Is it called a drop? Something like that. It's called a drop. Yeah. 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 So they're physically like they do kind of like a skydiving situation right like a nosedive they're in a they're in a vehicle and it's just going straight fucking down and the pilot is a lady and i like that also also her doctor in the beginning whenever she's first like brought out of hypersleep is a woman as well nice we love that uh-huh yes yep so it immediately passes the bechdel test because we got ripley talking to other women we got the two female marine corps people talking to each other nice yes Equal representation. Yeah. And they don't like make a thing out of it. Yeah. For real. And this is the 80s, guys. Guys. We can do better. They still hated women then. 40 years ago. This is embarrassing. Look at where we are now. <laughs> We're so much better. Slowly sliding backwards. <laughs> Yay. Ugh. Anyway, so we get to see that they have caught two life baby alien face huggers and they're in tanks but they can't find any dead bodies of colonists or any colonists anywhere um and then suddenly they find one live person from the colony and it's a young girl whose nickname is newt which i think is cute mm-hmm. that was our cat's name growing up oh after this yeah oh that's cute i like that mm-hmm. oh that's a great name yeah so she's been living in hiding from the aliens in this space in the wall. Mm-hmm. She's this like loose Dickensian space riffraff. <laughs> yes. Right? Am yeah. I wrong? No, no. Yeah. I feel you're like right. she's going to be like, please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah. She's like physically dirty. She's living in squalor. She has probably like a 10 by 10 nook where there's just like food wrappers everywhere. Like she's been clearly living on her own for multiple days, if not weeks. Oh, and they fire at her. Yeah, they... Like, immediately. They see her run, and they think she's a little face hugger. So they're like, fuck, and then they, like, try to blow torture. But alas. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea, considering we... This is... We're, we're here also to wonder, hey, are there survivors? <laughs> yeah, I guess. And we're they're the just survivors. opening oh, fire. <laughs> like... Well, not anymore. <laughs> My God. There were no USA. survivors. USA. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Newt and Ripley obviously immediately bond over their alien trauma PTSD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the team is finally able to locate the rest of the colonists using tracker devices and then track them down deep into the processing station. Um, So at the center of the station, the Marines find eggs and dead face huggers as well as 
cocooned colonists um, mm-hmm. that are serving as incubators for alien offspring. And then they find Gross. one half-dead colonist who asks them to kill her right before a baby alien bursts forth from her chest. Pretty great. Yeah. And then several adult aliens ambush the Marines and capture and kill a bunch of them. I did not realize how many aliens were going to be in this movie. Yeah. A lot. That's why there's an S. They <laughs> come at... Yeah, well, that means at least two. I didn't know they meant 800 aliens. Yeah. Yeah. It's the And they're hive. all like popping out of the walls like they're the freaking... What are they? The, there's so many. Ah, the, with, I'm, the hand on the head taking the hobbits to Isengard. What are they called? Yurikai. I would have never gotten that. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not you a Lord of the Rings about, girl. You were like hand on the head. I was like Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Yurikai, the, the orcs. <laughs> oh, okay. The orcs that they dig out of the mud. Got it. People know what I'm talking about. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I really <laughs> liked how like the the aliens, the xenomorphs are like in the walls. Yeah. And just like they're like guarding their little incubators. And they're like camouflaged. It's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's covered in alien jizz. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Which is acid, by the way. <laughs> no, that's their blood. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Their blood is extremely acidic. I had. All right. This movie. I had two simultaneous thoughts going on back and forth, back and forth. I would go between rolling my eyes. That doesn't make any sense. For example, when they do, a, they're like all clear and they do like a sweep that takes them like five seconds and they step like one foot into the building <laughs> yeah. and they're like, everyone get off the ship and come in. I'm like, what? No, you did not do a full sweep. You didn't do anything. Yeah. And they're like clear. So things like that. I'm like, oh my God, like, or like having guns and shooting things that whenever you shoot them, spray acid back at you. I don't know. It's just no, like, yeah, I was thinking that too. Like some things like that. But then aliens are coming out of the wall and I'm like that's dope (laughs) so I'm just like battling these two emotions I know well what are you gonna do like you can't what would have been a way for them to kill these aliens without having them spray their blood acid at them they should have listened to Ripley and nuked the fucking place when they had the chance yeah sorry Newt yeah (laughs) sorry Newt (laughs) sorry babe (laughs) you gotta go sorry about it Um, Sorry. So Gorman is the lieutenant that's leading the mission and he panics and freezes during the commotion. And so Ripley, of course, takes control and then drives their armored vehicle into the nest. It looks like the Batmobile. Yeah, it really does. To save the remaining Marines. So we have Hicks, a.k.a. Trey for Broad City, Hudson, (laughs) a.k.a. the guy from Titanic slash Twister. And then we have... Vasquez, the hot butch Latina character, aka my favorite character. Oh my God, she's awesome. Yeah, we love her. So Hicks is now the most senior officer and he orders a ship to come rescue the survivors. But of course, a stowaway alien kills the pilots and crashes the plane into the station. I thought it was really clever how Sigourney Weaver, or Ripley rather, everyone's like getting, like dying. The the lead person is dead. The lead of this, um, group is dead and the person who brought them there is like okay well we're doing this now this is the plan and she's like nope we're not doing that because this is a military operation yeah and you're not above him in chain of command which is like very true even though this guy doesn't know what he's doing either yeah. but she's gonna align with 
he's going to align with her values. I thought that was very clever. Yeah. But also, this is an exact, like, conversation from the original. Like, they have this exact conversation where she's like, we have to go by protocol. Like, this is the chain of command. Like, you're next in line. You're next in line. Like, she's very, like, logical and... Good in a crisis, man. Yeah. The exact same thing in the original. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, and also there's no cat. Like, they make a whole thing of being like, Jonesy, you're staying on the ship. Smiley face. (laughs) And they're like, here's your orphan that you have to take care of. I know. It's like everything's the same, but like better. And also there's a kid now. Yeah. Also what? Oh, also there's a kid now. I'm going to be real honest. And my dad is going to hate this opinion because he has a soft spot as a dad, as a girl dad. Um, But I didn't like Newt at all. Oh, really? What didn't you like about her? She didn't do anything but scream. Yeah, she's young, though. She's a little kid. I did like when she was like, when Scorny Weaver was like, oh, just like dream good dreams, like your doll dreams good dreams or something. And then the little girl was like, this is a doll Sigourney Weaver. She does <laughs> yeah. not have dreams. I was like, LOL, that's funny. That's why you liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's down to earth. Yeah, she's she like is. a she's like, 40-year-old um, little girl. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely me as a child. I was like, mm. oh, was that you as a child? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I was really quiet as a child. Really? For like a little bit. <laughs> for like, I was quiet for 10 Briefly, whole minutes as a child. For nine months before I was born. <laughs> before I knew how to talk, I was real quiet. <laughs> I was so quiet. And then I learned to talk and I have not one day up since. I, did, I didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> I just opened my mouth and that was it. Yeah, so I didn't like her as much. I was like, you're not that interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know how they could have made her more interesting, but yeah, no, I agree. I always feel that way about kids. I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah, I just, I think it's because we're not parents. I just don't have that. Yeah. It does, but then we see the cat and we're vets and we're like, cat. Oh my God. Yeah. I would have been so mad if the cat was involved again. Well, Nick, Nick was fucking with me because I was like, oh my God. Because I watched it with Nick and I was like, oh my God, thank God Jonesy's okay. Like, yeah. Jonesy's staying on the ship this time. And he goes, I hope she doesn't. And he was dead serious. <laughs> I hope he doesn't sneak onto the ship. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you say that? What a troll. I love it. And so I was stressed the whole time that Jonesy was there. And then when there was motion, whenever Newt first came out and they were shooting the flamethrower, he's like, I hope it's not the cat. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Stop. I'm like, like we did not come this troll. far for Jonesy to sneak out and get flamethrowered to death. I'm obsessed I'm not having it. No. No one stows away on a ship unless you're a xenomorph. Let's be real. Literally, they dropped them from the sky. So <laughs> I don't think that cat they would were have been like, okay with that. They were like, let's... So the xenomorph literally climbs and stows away on a ship at least four different times. Like... They never check the backseat, They man. never look... Do a sweep. Like, do a real Never. sweep. They're bad at doing They're sweeps. They're bad at this. Yeah. Check the... F- they fucking like doing this. Check your six, my man. <laughs> Stupid. Lock this is the, the door move. better. Oh, my God. I Dumb. hate it. Always check the back seat. That's what they teach you when you go through puberty as a young woman. Yeah. I mean, I've been checking the back seat ever since I heard that story about the hook-handed guy. Oh, yeah. The little urban legend. That urban legend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And I check. Same. I do a very thorough check, especially when I'm driving at night. I'm like, and then when I'm driving, sometimes I psych myself out thinking I forgot to check and that there is someone me behind me. And then I look in the mirror and panic thinking there's someone there and there's yeah, not. Yeah, because what if it's looking back at you in the mirror and exactly. that's how you find out? Yeah. Like in Gerald's We watch game. too many movies, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like Jurassic Park. Let me just, let me just quote four horror movies in which this happens. 
<laughs> oh my God. It's okay, guys. We have anxiety. It's no big deal. We're descending into madness. <laughs> and we're bringing though. you with us. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah. So the survivors. Okay. So the last thing we said, the fucking stowaway alien kills all the people and crashes the plane. Okay. So they don't have a plane anymore to escape. So the survivors make a plan to barricade themselves in the station while waiting for a new ship to come rescue them. So during this time, Ripley discovers that Burke, the skeevy company representative guy, actually originally ordered the colonists to investigate the alien eggs, intending to profit by bringing the eggs back to Earth to sell as a bioweapon. So Ripley somehow figures this out. And before Ripley has the chance to tell others what he did, Bishop, the android, informs the group that the cooling system is compromised and they have a limited amount of time to make it off the planet before the station overheats and explodes. So many things can go wrong on a space station. I know. know. Like, okay, so now we're setting up that there's a traitor. We're setting up that there's a time limit. Okay. It's like shot for shot of the original. I've seen this before. Hmm. (laughs) All right. Hmm. I wonder what'll happen at the end. I wonder if she will barely make it in time. Hmm. Uh, I wonder how she beats the bad guy. (laughs) Bad lady. Yeah. How dare you? The bad lady. (laughs) Women can be bad too, Kate. Yeah. Don't I know it? I'm, I know you. You're my bad bitch. <laughs> so our little bishop friend, our uh, android, volunteers android, right? to brave the elements to attempt to make it to a transmitter to be able to call another rescue ship um, to come help them. That was the scariest part for me. It was whenever... When he was sliding through the tube? Yes. Same. Same. I was I, liter- I was like, okay, I guess androids aren't claustrophobic. Oh, he was so calm. He just, he barely fit. He like cut a little hole in this pipe, climb, like sh- sticks his little slender body into it. Yeah. And then just like inchy squinchies oh my God. along. It was horrible. And I'm having a heart attack the whole time. And he's cool as a cucumber. It was like that cave story. Stop the nutty putty <laughs> incident. Don't. I'm going to have nightmares again. <laughs> my God. No, it was really hard because immediately after he finally fits into this tube, they literally weld it shut. Like on top of him. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like, He's like, mighty. Okay. Yeah. It's horrible. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's a hard no. Um, but he doesn't seem bothered because he is a Mm-mm. robot, turns out. Right. So Ripley and Newt are real cute and they fall asleep together in the medical laboratory, but then awaken to find two newly released face huggers attacking them. And Ripley as a smart woman she is, triggers the fire alarm with her lighter and the Marines then show up and kill the creatures. And Ripley then accuses Burke, that skeevy company rep guy, of releasing the face huggers on purpose in an attempt to allow them to implant their offspring in her and Newt so that the aliens can then be smuggled through Earth's quarantine when they get back home. What a bad idea. I'm just confused because I'm like, I feel like, Someone's going to notice that you have something attached to your face. Well, it's like they they attach to the face and then they like implant it. Yeah. They like put something down into their stomach and then they peace out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the chances of them surviving until they get to Earth are not a thing. Also, there's literally a scene where she does tell them she's like, 
hey, Burke is planning this. He's a skeevy, terrible guy. And then one mm-hmm. of the Marines is like, let's fucking kill him. And she goes, nah, we need him. And then they just drop the conversation. No, you don't. Yeah, I'm just like... You don't need him at all. Is that really our reason for not doing anything about this guy? Like, ah, no. Feed him to a xenomorph. I know, it's so Hit him with your spaceship. (laughs) So weird. I was like, okay, that's kind of a hole in the plot. Like, give me a better reason why you didn't throw this guy, you know, in space prison or whatever the fuck. She's like on it all the time. And then this one, she's like, meh. Yeah, she's like, nah, it's okay. Probably fine. Stupid. Um... Yeah. So <laughs> so immediately after that, the power gets cut and then aliens are attacking the group through the ceiling. And during oh, this fight, do you know how they did that? How? So like, um, obviously, in this movie, we have a bunch of aliens. And so we're showing a lot more aliens, which means we have to make it we have to be even more careful to not have the man in the suit look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what the xenomorphs are. They're People in suits. Is it? Do you know um, the same guy from the first? I know, yeah, one? he was involved. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's people in suits, but you really like. If, it's like if you pause it when they're standing, it's very clear. Like I am a person in a xenomorph suit, but they shoot it very creatively. Um, and James Cameron does some really interesting things. So whenever the aliens are crawling on the ceiling, they shot that by turning the camera upside down oh, and having genius. them crawl along a pipe it is genius because it it makes it look not like a person yeah and you don't immediately see these little arms and legs coming yeah you're right and that's not even i can't wait to tell you about the queen (gasps) yes oh my god i'm so excited i cannot wait to tell you about the queen is it animatronic partially wouldn't you like to know (laughs) kate loves animatronics that's my guess yes i do at least partially animatronic Every time I bring up animatronics or puppets, a part of my brain is like, are you autistic? Because <laughs> you like this a little too much. What did that What did that lady say to you in New Orleans? Oh, my God. Okay. A quick sidebar. Wait, a quick sidebar. This is the best. This pretty much sums up Kate as a person. This story. No, it doesn't. Everything about this story, which we can't even tell you every single detail, but it's a it's a big part of Kate. We were in New Orleans at like on Jackson Square and a (laughs) woman approached me who was clearly not in her right mind. Um, I started talking to her. Clearly wants to talk to people that are fully high for no reason on the street. (laughs) She wanted to she wanted to talk to me. I'm like, okay. Um, gave her a swig of my drink and I was like, that's yours now. Um, and then she took my hand and she's like, I'm going to give you a free palm reading. I'm like, Ooh, for free. That's fun. <laughs> and she pulls my hand out and she goes, your autism line is really strong. <laughs> and I said, excuse me, did you say autism? And she said, yes, you're autistic. And I was like, Oh, and she goes, and you're gay. <laughs> I'm like, you can see all of that in my, <laughs> you're like, how did you know? How did you know so much of, about me oh. and it, it's even made more funny by earlier that day i was sitting with ariana and i just i was like am i autistic for like out of the complete fucking blue that same day because tiktok has me thinking i'm autistic <laughs> and i'm like maybe perhaps oh, joking i can't. and i just i think about moments like that as i'm looking up um behind the scene videos of creating the t-rex from jurassic park you know what i mean <laughs> at three in the morning 
At the, yeah, quite late. Fully. And it's like, go to bed. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. They just changed the entire infrastructure. Oh it's God. much more structurally sh- sound and flexible now. They're using cones. It's brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God. Realistically, though, I think that I should have just done that as a profession. That would have been awesome. I know. Yeah. Too late. Or too late. is it? No. Yeah, it's bro, too late. It's definitely not too late. Okay, I'm going to go um, build some animatronic dinosaurs. All you need is like a bachelor's in like what? Mechanical engineering? You could do that. Which I don't have and have no intention of getting. You could easily do that. That'd be so easy. Oh, yeah. What a snap. <laughs> what a snap. How easy. Almost too easy. Just grab an <laughs> engineering degree real fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was the best um, moment. And then she like gave you her earring and you gave yeah. her your earring or something. And yeah, she proposed to me and said she was going to have my children. Um, and I gave her one of my rings. Oh, yeah. And I proposed back to her and then she didn't have a ring. So she just grabbed her earring, which was like hanging beads and just like ripped half of it off. Oh, my God. And gave it to me. Oh I still God. have it. Oh, my God. Jesus. This... For my wife. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean, guys? Everything about this story sums up Kate. <laughs> like, if this... Miranda's like, get away from her. Me and, yeah, me and Haley were like slowly backing away. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm like, hey, she says she's Marie Laveau's great, great grandchild. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. Such good stuff. Anyway, anyway so. If you want to know if you're autistic, just go to Jackson Square. That's all I'm saying. Go to Jackson Square. For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the aliens attack the group through the ceiling. And during this fight, yeah. <laughs> Burke finally gets killed. Thank fucking God. Uh, about time. And Hicks, our sweet Trey baby, is injured. And Gorman and Vasquez sacrifice themselves to avoid getting taken by the aliens. Badass. Um, mm-hmm. During the commotion, Newt is taken by the aliens and Ripley Drops the injured Hicks off at the rescue ship and then goes back to the alien hives to save Newt. Why? I don't know. My first thought is that bitch, because she kept being like, they don't kill her. They don't kill her. Like, they're going to keep her alive for, you know, her being a fucking incubator for their babies. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you know you're not going to bring her back and she's not going to burst an alien forth? You in like, don't? Oh, yeah. In like a week. That was my first thought. I was like, I can't wait for this to happen. And then it never fucking happened. I know. I was like, are they going to do? I knew that they didn't because my dad would not like this movie. Yeah, I know. It would have been a shittier movie, but. (laughs) If Newt had an alien explode. But Ariana's like, oh, damn it. (laughs) But like there were so many other Marines that were captured earlier and none of them were like, they're still alive. Let's go save them. But for this girl, they were like, let's go save. No, wait, they did. They did do that. They did that in the very beginning. Whenever there was that first initial attack and their chief was attacked and they had and they had everyone had to fall back and they had his life monitors still and they could see that he wasn't dead yet. Ew. Hate that. And they were like, we need to go get it. We need to go get our chief. We need to go get him. And she's like, it's way too late for him. Like she's like, it's way too late for him. But then she goes back for the kid. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. hmm, Who would have been more valuable to this mission? Hmm. The Marine Corps leader? Hmm. Or the six-year-old. The friggin' six-year-old that barely says anything. Has been eating Cheetos in the walls for the last God knows how long. For real. Sorry. Are we heartless? Are we bad people? Yeah, we're bad people. (laughs) It makes no sense. So we find... IRL, I think I probably would have tried to save her. I feel like... Yeah, I guess... I don't know if I would have gone deep into the hot. I probably would have just been like... I mean, I probably would have done my best, but like once she got taken, I would have been like, ah, shoot. Okay. I would have opened her and been like... 
this way. <laughs> Follow, my Follow the sound of my voice. Yeah. So she's deep in the hive, covered in alien mm. jizz. And Ripley mm. finds her because she's screaming and releases her from the jizz and attempts to escape with her spider monkeyed to her hip. And on the way out of the hive, they encounter Mama Alien pooping out a bunch Ooh. of eggs. And we love it. It's incredible. It's so gross and creepy. She has like a egg layer organ um, that she's fully... Like an assembly line. Yeah. And Ripley lights the eggs and the queen's egg layer organ on fire. And literal giant egg yolks fall out of her egg sac. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't notice that. Were they just egg yolks? They're literally egg yolks. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, is this bitch a chicken? I'm confused. She's a chicken. <laughs> it's like, I shit you not. It looks like giant ass egg yolks. Oh my um, God. Yes. So then the pissed off queen then chases them back to their ship. And Ripley and Newt barely make it back before the colony explodes. Um, yeah, that's a lot less epic than how it happens in the movie, but I don't know how Wait, else to describe it. is that the end that you're saying? That's the end? No, 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 no. We still have the last scene. Okay. We have the last scene. I was scene. about to say. But that part's still really epic because it's like, they're barely getting mm -hmm. away. Their elevator's slow. They get to the top floor. Everything's caving in. Like, they rush onto the ship, like, barely hanging on. Blah, blah, blah. It's an intense movie. Yeah. It's very thriller um, so back on the mothership, the group is then ambushed by the fucking alien queen who had, of course, stowed away on their rescue ship because no one checks the fucking ship. This is no the third time they've done that. It's literally Mike, their go-to. At some point, this is on you guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Fool me once. Fool me twice. Fool me three times. Fool me three fucking times. So the queen- You're literally like moving bodies to get on the ship. Yes. And you're not- They don't whatever. care. They fully don't care. Also, I like how the, um, xenomorph queen, it's like- all the xenomorphs, actually, they can either be really like loud and aggressive or they can be like little tiptoe sneaky aliens. Sneaky. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to like, say. Yeah. Behind. <laughs> they can be well, sneaky snakes. Well, tell me about the queen. Oh, my God. Yes. I. All right. First of all, this is just like not a fact at all, I, but it's an opinion. The queen is so goddamn cool. Yes. The queen. She's like a may make spider queen. She's huge. She's humongous. She looks like a giant, almost like spider xenomorph. And she's just so vicious and awesome. And it's just like, it's on screen and you're just like, holy shit. Like, I can't imagine seeing that in theaters. Like, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. So that by itself makes me like aliens a lot because she looks so good. But most of this movie, because remember, 1986, we're not doing any CGI. <laughs> we got to figure it out with my favorite thing. Practical effects. Puppet! and animatronics and yep. <laughs> wires and rods. <laughs> so most of the xenomorphs are people in suits and a lot of the, um, most of the movie uses a lot of miniatures and like standard stuff, scale models, um, but not Mama. Ooh. Mama is a full scale gigantic puppet. Oh, cool. Humongous. She's operated by, I think, five people if not more there's two puppeteers inside and they're moving the legs with rods wow um and then there's people moving the outside legs and then there's the head is lift because the head is humongous and yeah. partially animatronic um and it is on this like hooked to a gigantic crane wow keep in mind all of this has to move like together yeah like, as one unit yeah 
And so in the person controlling the head, the head's just on a crane, but there's someone at like a little desk at like a little with a little wheel controlling the head in real time. Wow. That's I know. freaking crazy. It's so cool. And now you have to remember nowadays, whenever we're moving things with rod and rods and wires, like they just edit out the rods and the wires and post. For God's sake, they edit out Voldemort's entire nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, and Jason what do, Derulo's what do you entire... Want? His entire bulge from His cats. Bulge. Exactly. We have the technology I'm glad now. You knew exactly what I was talking. About. Oh yeah, Jason Drew. That how, you bring it up a lot actually, it's and I so love that. Funny. I it's can't. really funny. If you guys don't know what we're talking about in the Cats movie musical, Jason Derulo. Um, claimed on Twitter so that they had to edit out his gigantic, like his huge package because it was just so massive and distracting. It's the cat suit. And now he's just Jason like flat Derulo. down there. <laughs> nice and smooth. Smooth cats. Love it. Like a Ken doll. <laughs> but they can't do that in this movie. It's like the wires are there. And so they have to like hide the wires with smoke, like lit- literal smoke and mirrors. Like, um, in, in, a, in a couple of shots, you, if you know where to look and you pause it, you can still see oh, really? some of the wires that they're using to the puppeteer wires to move the body. Cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And we haven't gotten to the forklift yet. The forklift is the badassest part of the whole thing. Yeah. And that is also a puppet. <gasps> no way. Actually, I yeah, believe so that. Yeah, so describe the forklift. So you're talking about the robot thing that she wears, right? Yes. Okay, okay. So forklift suit, <laughs> yeah, it's like it. a robot thing. So let's get there full, like in the story. So we have, we're back at the mothership. Oh, we're there where the queen comes out. She's been hiding. She fully rips the Android Bishop in half. So we have, Oh yeah. You know how they did that? Milk blood everywhere. <laughs> it's milk everywhere. Milk literally everywhere because Android thought, blood is milk. As we know, it's literally guys, it's literally milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> I did. I thought that was a very impressive shot, though. Like, they just fucking, she rips him in half. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know how they did that? Did you look it up? No. Well, they they made a dummy of that actor, and they had it, like, spring-loaded. It was like a (gasps) spring-loaded dummy. Nice. Yeah. Um, And then whenever he's ripped in half, they did, like, the old school thing of, because he's, it's just his torso, and they just, like, hit his legs underneath the floor. You could kind of tell once, yeah, once he was, like, on the ground in a half torso, you're like, okay, your legs are under there. Got it. Mm. (laughs) But I'm okay because they ripped him in half, and that was cool. Me too. The best part is when he's flying around as a half torso. That's my favorite part. I love (laughs) when he's flying around as a half torso. And he had a real big problem with that scene that actor did because it's, uh, like I said, it's literal milk, and it's under these like hot studio lights. Ew. So it would turn sour. And like he has it like in his mouth. Like, <gasps> ew. Yeah. Wait, why couldn't they just like not use milk? Like you can. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You can literally just add like, I don't even know what you'd add cornstarch or something to water. Why would you do that when you got a jug of milk right here? <laughs> it's so good to go. That's a waste. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> That's nasty. Gross. Um, so. Ripley distracts the queen while Newt escapes. And then Ripley climbs into the robot suit that you were talking about, Um, which we did see earlier in the movie when she was just kind of like, you know, decompressing from everything before she decides to go on this mission. She's moving the suit and she's using it to, you know, load cargo and and stuff. And I feel like in that moment, we all knew this was going to come back. (laughs) 
Well, yeah. We were all like, okay, so this is what she's going to use at the end to defeat whatever of course. boss she has to defeat. But I did, I already knew about that. Like things that I already knew about this movie, I knew the knife hand bit with the android doing the knife do, 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 between the fingers. Oh, okay. I knew about that because my dad was like, watch this. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I knew about the forklift suit just because that's like an iconic like horror thing is the the fight. Ah, the forklift thing. Cool. It's like culture. But that's all I knew. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So I was excited. I knew I knew it was coming, but I was like, ooh, we're going to there's going to be a big battle. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. So she's fighting the queen and she's like a little bit bigger, but she's still not super protected. And she's definitely stronger because she's this robot thing. But she ends up pushing the alien queen into an airlock. But then the alien like drags her into the airlock as well. And so she ends up pressing the button to like open the airlock and everything's getting sucked out of the window. That being said, she's hanging on to a rung and the giant ass alien queen is hanging onto her foot and no one's going anywhere. And I'm like, this bitch's arm would have gotten broken, but okay. A hundred percent. They wouldn't be able to breathe. They wouldn't be able to breathe. Her arm would have gotten broken. Like it's, it's enough of a vacuum created and a sucking kind of pressure gradient that Newt goes flying from across the room towards the airlock. Like she starts like falling and then <laughs> and then the android's top half is like fully like rolling around on the ground trying to catch Newt and it's fucking hilarious. Goofy looking. Um <laughs> Yeah. It's really goofy. He's like, I am a good robot. Yeah. He's like, don't be racist against androids. Don't be rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he catches Newt and then finally she's able to like kick off the alien queen or something and then the alien queen like flies into space just like in the first one and then she closes the airlock and climbs out um yeah and then the end is literally ripley newt hicks and bishop entering hypersleep and going to earth so the ending can't is, wait to do it all over again yeah <laughs> shot, 57 years shot for shot of the original but like more aliens a bigger airlock like mm-hmm. <laughs> A bigger More air, that's literally it. at the end. Like, it's just, it feels like it's, they were like, how can we remake the first one? But like a lot better. And it was a lot better, but it was also like not a lot of new story elements in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's, and that I think is why people forget about the first one. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a big part of it. And why whenever I'm talking to my dad about Alien, he thinks I'm talking about Aliens because yeah. it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing, actually. Same yeah. thing. Like, if you're going to watch one of these, you should definitely watch Aliens and not watch Alien, in my opinion. I don't know about that. If you are like a diehard hipster like Kate, then no, you can I'm watch not. Alien and then also watch Aliens, though, because yeah, I feel like that's a thing. you have to you watch have to- both. I think if like if I was going to rewatch one, though, I would probably rewatch the first one. Really? I think action movies are boring. Oh, wow. I agree with you. I don't like action movies unless they're sci-fi action. There you go. Because so you liked this movie, probably. (laughs) Yeah, because I I enjoy sci-fi action because, you know, me, I like living in a moment where things, you know, are yes. very scientific and, oh, hypersleep and, oh, you know, airlocks and pressure gradients and all that. Like, I enjoy theorizing those situations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, act- normal action movies like fucking, you know, John Wick or something. Like, I'm, I don't care. I knew you were going to say John Wick. 
Because everybody is like, you have to watch John Wick. I'm like, I listen. John Wick is pretty cool, no. though. Like, I understand no. why people like it. I saw, I saw it. I saw it. I was like, it's exactly. Everyone's like, you have to watch it. No, it's different. It's not like other action movies. I watch it. I'm like, I, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's fair. I exactly what I thought it was going to be. I didn't know be. there was going to be a hype. I mean, I saw it in theaters when it came out originally. So like, I was like, oh, this movie's different. I didn't have anyone like overhyping it to me, but. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone overhyped it. Really? I'm like, it's Keanu Reeves with a gun. I've seen that before. <laughs> in every other movie. In every he's other movie done. he's in. <laughs> Guys, now that we're doing sci-fi, speaking of Keanu Reeves, can we do Matrix? <laughs> yes! Let's do Matrix! Matrix! <laughs> we love the Matrix. Yeah. Same. We talk about the Matrix a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. We talked about it last time because you got me all nervous about being in a simulation. <laughs> That's because there's no way for us to know. Stop. Can't rule it out. Um, I know. So let me talk about my favorite 80s moments obviously so we already talked about one random smoking we love that love it smoking in space smoking in a closed room smoking Uh in 10 by 10 cabins in a spaceship smoking in a hyper sleep pod we love it their eyes yes we're here for it so that's one favorite (laughs) 80s moments second favorite thing is random spanish words for literally no reason like remember when that was cool and like i have two quotes for you from this movie first quote these colonial marines are very tough hombres okay oh yeah that felt um unnatural unnatural and then the second one was we are talking about thermonuclear explosion and adios muchachos borderline racist what like was this an 80s thing or is this just this movie like i'm confused i think it's just i you know what i don't actually know i don't either maybe that's a trope that i haven't caught on to i i don't know i just feel like it was like when we were younger (gasps) hasta la vista baby yeah like things like that yeah like just like random spanish for no reason appropriating spanish culture it's very weird um yeah and then the last one which i don't know if it's like 80s lines or like marine lines i don't know but there's two that i love um tell me the first one is stay frosty which i'm definitely gonna use irl absolutely yes stay frosty that means like i still stay say, cool um, stay chill stay frosty stay, stay frosty. cool daddy it's actually on urban dictionary i looked it up i was like stay frosty what the fuck does that mean i think if i said that um all my gen z friends would never speak to me again i think gen z would adopt that it sounds like a gen mm. z thing not if it came from me. <laughs> you look like you're Gen Z. One, you could fool them. Cooler. <laughs> I just like, got to okay. wear my colorful shoes. And they're like, is that the new word? You want a hit of my vape? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Wait, but you know what my favorite line from this movie is. I'm sure you do. The second someone said it, I literally paused it and was like completely mouth open. Like, what did they just say? Wait, what was it? Which one? It's stop your grinning and drop your linen. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. I love that. I love that. Why? It's just like casual too. I think this movie is like a very um, good example of just like 80s banter, but also like military banter. And like you could tell these yes. people have like good chemistry so they're all yeah, just like, like a very specific rapport. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good lines. If you listen, for drop them. your linen. Yes. 
Stop your grinning and drop your linen. I gotta write these down. These are good. I know. That's a good one. I like that. Those are all good lines. Um, I'm so glad that you brought up your favorite 80s things because that's my number one thing on the things that do not matter in this movie that I like. 80s shit? That's 80s sweat. Oh, yeah. The fucking sweat. It's like oil. The 80s sweat. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like... Very evenly distributed across the face, like perfectly beaded. There's everybody no has actual it. drips. It's all just like very no micro drips, beads. Just micro beautiful shiny micro beads evenly yeah. distributed across the face at all times. Everyone's all times. sweating. Yes. There were times though when they would like pan around the room and like one actor would be like significantly sweatier than the rest. And I was just like, did a double take. Like, whoa, like <laughs> this guy needs a get this guy a towel. Jesus. Wipe crazy. him off, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like someone fucked up. You don't there. have towels in space. <laughs> Close Jesus. your nozzle on the spray bottle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, chill out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah. So I did make a list of things that I wanted more from this movie. More Hispanic badasses. More, <laughs> more yeah. Hispanic phrases for no reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> for no reason. Um, I wanted, I already mentioned one. I wanted the little girl to have an alien inside her after she was already rescued. I was like, why did that not Listen, happen? Why does she get spared? For obvious reasons. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, You're twisted. The second one is I wanted more sexual tension between Ripley and Hicks. Oh, I did not want that at all. I hated when they did that. I so wanted that. I wanted more. I was like, I needed I need Ripley to be more like. She's trying to get laid. You know what I mean? Like a human? Yeah. A little more human? Yeah. But like you could tell uh, she like definitely was flirting with Hicks. But like I wanted her to like flirt harder. She's like, it's been 57 years. Get in my hydraulic chamber. For real. For real. Stop your grinning. Drop your <laughs> drop linen. Drop your fucking linen. And stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs> stay frosty. Uh, I don't know, man. I was like, go. Stop it. No, I loved and it. It just didn't work for me chemistry wise. Oh, I loved it. Because yes. in my head, Ripley's gay. So it's like. That's fair. That's why fair. are you flirting with that man? I also think that it got me extra hard because like I can't unsee Hicks as Trey from Broad City. And you know how I love Trey from Broad City. <laughs> so when he's like flirting with Ripley, I'm like, yes, this is everything to me. <laughs> yes. You deserve this. You deserve it. Oh my God. <laughs> A match made in heaven. Absolutely. Um, and then my last one. <laughs> so at the climax of this movie, I sort of already hinted at it. But so Ripley is fully waiting for the slowest elevator in existence to make oh its God. way to her. Yes. And there's like the overhead countdown of like when everything's going to explode. And she's like waiting for the slow ass elevator. So she finally makes it into the elevator and then the elevator's going up. And then the queen alien turns around and she's like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then she turns back around and there's another elevator there. And I'm like, did this bitch fucking get in the elevator and press some buttons and like ride did the she? elevator? I think she did. She definitely right? did because then all of a sudden she comes out of the second elevator and I'm like, what I wanted was a scene of her like calmly, her just like waiting for the elevator. the elevator, yeah, and like pressing the but, like pressing the closed door button, elevator over music. and over, getting frustrated. It's <laughs> fucking slow. That's what I wanted. I want more like of the aliens, like just like walking around, just like being like, normal creatures, being just normal beings, yeah. being like, oh, we should sneak in the back of that car and scare those guys yeah, and eat exactly. them. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> other times they rip them in half. So I'm like, I don't understand. They don't. It seems to be for the drama of it. If I didn't know any better, they Xenomorphs. love drama. That's for sure. We love that. We love, we it, love it. We love these dramatic women as aliens. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for them. Great. Yes. I thought of another really good 80s-ism that I liked. What? How the how the bad guy, the baddie, keeps saying, because she's Ripley's like, blow it up, blow it up, blow up the thing. And yeah. they're like, no, this is this represents a multi-million dollar investment. <laughs> I'm I'm like, this is giving Austin powers. This is giving Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil. I'm like, what are you even Millions. million? Do- You're in space. <laughs> like, yeah. For real. So This dumb. movie costs multi-million dollars. I know. Oh, my God. So dumb. I um, liked it. Yes, it was great. Good stuff. Um, Good stuff. I do have one more thing to say. Tell me. That is actually a transcript from the extended version of this. There's an extended version? And it changes a little bit what... <gasps> like the development of Ripley and the character development and her relationship with Newt and all of that. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, obviously. Okay. So it's, it's between, so this is like an extra conversation that I think they took out of the version um, that we watched. Um, but it's just a con- like the conversation where Ripley is like in the hospital bed and Burke comes and sees her and tells her that she's been asleep for 57 years. Um, so mm-hmm. it's part of that conversation. So I'll start from the beginning. Ripley. And this is like actual transcript. So I'm going to say like Ripley okay. and Burke. So Ripley, do you have any news about my daughter? <gasps> Burke. Well, we did come up with some inf- information. Why don't we sit down? I was hoping to wait until after the inquest. Amanda Ripley Mac- McLaren, married name, I guess, age 66. And that was the time of her death, which was two years ago. Oh, I'm my really sorry. God. Ripley, Amy Burke, um, she was cremated and interned at oh Westlake Repository, Little Shoot, Wisconsin. Oh no children. I checked Ripley. I had promised her that I'd be home for her birthday, her 11th no. birthday. Stop it. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. No, that would have pissed me off. If they did that, I would have been like, oh, so she's like kind of empty nesting yes i'm glad they nah, did. i don't like that Mm-mm. i like it better without that but that definitely changes the whole dynamic i think it would have been weird that she had a daughter this whole time and it was never mentioned in the first movie yeah you're right that would have been weird it would have felt very forced to then have this little urchin child show up yes and be like oh i wonder what you're here for exactly <laughs> To be fair, though, that was my very first thought when they said 57 years. I was like, cool. So everyone she's ever known is dead. Sweet. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, I feel like this would have been a very, like, easy transition in my mind for him to bring up something like this or for her to bring up something like this. Like, what about this person I used to know, you know? But But I guess, but she seems like such a, like a loner. You know what I mean? Like, She's been in space for how, who knows how long. She doesn't appear to have any family ties at all. She, yeah. and she seems very much like my, my life is space. You know what I mean? No, I agree completely. Not that you can't have a family. I'm not saying that you can't. It's just like, and I'm not saying she couldn't have had a kid. It just would have felt kind of weird. I agree. And plus, like, for her to have an 11-year-old daughter, like, she seems like she's not old enough to have an 11-year-old daughter. I don't know. Yeah, and also 66 isn't that old to die. 
Yeah, well. Bill Paxton, I know. I know. Bill Paxton, I was about to Aww. say. Ed, did you find that out as you were looking him up today? Because I did. Yes. It was a major bummer. Yeah, in 2017, too. It's pretty recent. Oh, RIP, Bill. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you want to play Critical Reception? No. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I know it did well. Uh-huh. I know it did well. Um, 93% critic, 95% audience. I'm going high. Whoa. That's crazy high. Oh, is that too high? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. No, it's not crazy. Yeah. Um, critics was 98. Holy shit. I know. Crazy. Yeah. And audience was 94. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Unbelievable. So it's actually low. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely that's insane. insane. That being said, I had never seen a rating this high. So then I started looking into Rotten Tomatoes movies with 100%. And I have not heard of any of them. So. Well, a lot of them are movies that like have like one rating. I know, I know. That's the thing. Or like a nobody's heard of it movie. Yeah. It's like who's, you know, when there's such a big movie that is rated this high, that means a lot more, I think. I think that might be one of the high that this is probably the highest rated movie that we've yeah. covered. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless you count Alien, which definitely was not 98. Alien. Let me see what they got on run. Eight, 98. 98. <laughs> mm. Literally 98. Really? 98 critics, 94 audience. Wait, that's the same thing. That's the same exact one. Uh-huh. Are you sure you're looking at Alien? No, I'm looking at Aliens. I'm looking at both of them. They're literally the exact same. Whoa. Confirmed. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't feel so bad. Weird. For my preference for the first one. This is really like a, a head-to-head, mama-to-mama. For <laughs> real. Damn. It's going to okay. make the scoreboard kind of hard. I know. Shit. Um, since you made me put aliens so far down. Aliens? Did I make you put it far down? You did. Yeah. I remember you not liking it. You haven't it. done it yet. Alien. Uh, oh, alien. Oh, yeah. That was 82. Yeah. 82 out of uh, 100. It's pretty low. <laughs> because of I'm you. I'm not going to lie to you. Because of you. And you like yeah. this better than this one? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna scooch it down. Well, what are you personally gonna rate it? It's tough because I don't want to offend everyone, <laughs> including my own father. <laughs> so, I just want to offend some people, just a little, <laughs> just a few. Um, seven out of ten beads of sweat. Wow, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, which is very high. Do you remember what you gave Alien? Not a clue. I live <laughs> in the moment. I fly by the seat of my pants. I think you gave him like a five or a six. Probably. Uh, I recognize that the special effects in this one are astronomically better um, and just very impressive. So like for the special effects alone. Yeah. I love the queen. I love the unapologetic female rage. Yeah. (laughs) Like at one point, Ripley is literally like screaming at people. Yes. To listen to her. And I love it. Me too. Um, love Velasquez. Um, I, it's it's hard to be upset when there's this much like strong female energy. Yes. I so agree. seven out of 10. Will I ever watch it again? I'm probably never going to watch this again. <gasps> really? Wow. It's you not really my kind of movie. Yeah. You really don't like the thriller. No. Huh. I, I want thrillers. I like action. I don't. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Action. Explosions and guns. I, my eyes glaze over. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Even when they're spraying acid. I don't know. It's just. Wow. I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. That's fair. I think if this had been like them fighting like in a war or something, I would have been bored too. But because it was like aliens and it was in space, I think I liked it a lot more. Well, yeah, it's way more fun than, you know, just regular shooting guns. And also their guns are very cool. If you're going to talk about cool cool weapons. And they're huge. Um, Yeah. They're massive. Massive guns. For sure. Um, Yeah. So I agree with what you said. I think, though, that there's a lot that this movie did for sci-fi as a genre. Like this movie Mm -hmm. specifically. Because I feel like Alien was a different vibe. Um, But Aliens Mm -hmm. was more focused on the sci-fi aspect and the action aspect. And I think that set it apart from the others. Um, But I also think it probably invented a lot of the sci-fi tropes that we see nowadays. And I think that's really important. Um, Specifically space, which is what this poll was, was outer space sci-fi. Space, like the whole Android, like who knows how much of this, you know, these tropes were invented by this movie like i think it's hard to know i mean i would i would i would believe you if you said that this was one of the first movies to do some of these things but i can think of like some sci-fi what like star trek no not like star trek (laughs) (laughs) like ray bradbury and like hp lovecraft and like some of the people who like invented sci-fi like way before james cameron was born Mm, okay or Ridley Scott was born for that matter. So like what specifically do you mean then? Like what aspects? I can't be I can't be too spe- I can't say specifically. I can like I can just say vague things like you know, hypersleep, like time travel, um other beings that are masquerading as humans or inside of humans. Mm. Um body snatchers, if you will. Body snatching. Yeah, that <laughs> invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um so I don't I don't know, but I, I do agree as far as like modern cinema. Yes. Like you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I enjoyed this movie enough to where I would recommend it for my friends that enjoy sci fi and enjoy mm-hmm. um, action movies. And I would watch it again with them. Um, I don't think that this movie is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Obviously, I don't think it like is one of the best movies in general i don't think that it becomes like this you know end all be all horror movie in my opinion that's you know better than a few others that i can think of so i think that for me it's it's really good it's at the top of its tier for its genre which is sci-fi and if that's an aspect of horror then it is and if it's not for you then it's not but i think it's at the top top of sci-fi um whoa so I think that this movie is a nine out of 10 <gasps> giant alien egg yolks. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> nine out of 10. Nine out of 10. I think this movie is perfect for what it is. I don't think it transcends anything though. Um, so I feel like that's why I couldn't give it a perfect score, but I think it is perfect for its genre. Yep. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. Respect. Respect. And because I'm going to respect and because of the disrespect that I gave to the first alien on the first (laughs) viewing, I'm going to let you have some leeway on where you want to put more leeway. Okay, a little bit. Let's go to our scoreboard. 
All right, guys, check out our scoreboard as we re-rank all of the movies and fight. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub.com backslash scoreboard. Scoreboard. Um, well, tell me where you would put it if you were mm. by yourself. And then I'll tell you where I would put it. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I'm, I would put this, this is very personal preference. Nobody get mad. Dad, <laughs> don't get mad. Oh, 80, 90. Oh, shit. 90. Love that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you yeah. would put it in the bottom 10. <laughs> I yeah. Would, I would probably put it in the 30s. So okay. maybe we can put it in the 60s to split the difference. Oh, my God. Then nobody wins. <laughs> Nobody wins. Makes sense, though. It yeah. makes sense. We have to, to split, split the, the difference if we're that far apart. Yeah. Okay. Oh God, it feels so wrong to put it this far down. I feel bad. You know what? No, I feel bad. I can't. I can't. You can't put, put it, it that in low? the thirties. I can't. Okay, let's put it in the forties or the early fifties. Yeah. How about that? That's I think fair. that's fair. I, I'll, I can. I can go with that. I can sleep at night with that. Yeah. So like, I, is this better than Evil Dead that's number 54? I'm like, not a fucking chance. But yeah, again, personal preference. I feel like this could go between Evil Dead and Insidious for me. You like this better than Insidious? No, but I feel like it did more for movies and cinema in general. So actually, mm. I think if I'm in the mood for something like this, I think it is more satisfying than Insidious is. That's what I would say. But I really oh, like man. Sci-Fi. <laughs> I, I I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I did. I guess I don't really love sci-fi. Guess not. I think I just have a couple of movies that are close to my heart that happen to be sci-fi. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. So new number 54. I'm okay with that. All right. Wait, that means it's bumping down Evil Dead. Evil Dead is 54. Oh, 55 is what I meant. Yes, you're right. New number 55. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You know there's a new Insidious coming out, right? <gasps> yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Stoked. 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 Can't wait. We'll see how that one, that sequel compares to this sequel. Hmm. Time will tell. I bet it won't be as good, but (laughs) I'm going to watch it anyway. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, that's all I have. That is all the aliens I can kill for one day. (laughs) You guys, make sure you check your backseat for Xenomorphs. And until next time, stay spoopy. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Yay.